You're listening to the Zipline Logistics Truck Yeah podcast, where we explore all kinds of hot topics in the logistics industry. Get ready to learn, laugh, and get your brain on. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of the Zipline podcast my name is jesse jewett joined with me as always our director of training and development teddy lee knox teddy good afternoon good afternoon and we're talking about a place today and that's cvs cvs there's definitely a few that i know of here at local columbus i to be honest i don't shop there very often really uh if i need to grab something i'll go to a cbs Mm -hmm. i usually there's a walgreens pretty close to my house um, that I use, they're they're similar. I would consider that. Yeah, I would consider them competitors. Competitors. Yep. Yeah. Do you shop at CVS? Um, not as much as I used to. So when I was younger, growing up, there was a CVS by our house. We'd always ride our bikes too. Cool candy. Mm, yes, we would get candy and lip gloss because nice. that's just what you needed growing up. Very cool. Some fun facts about CVS. How about this? The world's seventh largest company. It's also led by a female. The largest company. Led by a female CEO. Mm-hmm. How about that? Pretty cool. That's wild. Yeah. 20 plus distribution centers across the United States. 75% of the U.S. population lives within five miles of a CVS. Like me growing up. <laughs> like Teddy growing up. <laughs> Great place for lip gloss if you need it. A couple hot facts around shipments to CVS. Strict appointments. Yes. Monday through Friday only. There are varying, varying hours by location. Mm-hmm. But most often, it's probably like three shifts, standard hours. Correct. From what from the facilities that I remember. Right. And then uh, everything is done by portals. So online portals, you're not calling, you're not emailing, talking to a human or getting a response via email. You're going onto a website. You're typing in your PO. You're giving your, your data that your customer has provided to you, and it better be accurate. Otherwise, you're not getting the appointment back. Correct. Um, what else do you remember about delivering into CVS? Any other hot tips? So I, re- I remember that you could get a pretty good grace period for when you could actually deliver, but there's a catch to where charges may apply mm-hmm. if you are late. And that depends on the, I guess, agreement made between the customer and the broker. So those are things that you really need to understand when going into CVS what the agreements are. Just to clarify on that, that's the broker with that deals with CVS, not the broker of logistics. Correct. Yes. I'm yep. sorry. Buyer yep. is probably buyer. the correct term sure. there. Um, and then overages will be accepted, but then usually promptly returned. And that is up to the vendor to take care of those returns. So it's possible that we go in to deliver just as much as we go to pick up at CVS if right. there was anything wrong with that purchase order. Yeah. Even just a few cases or a pallet can be held and then sent right back yes and just like all other facilities lead time is so important because appointments being this strict Mm -hmm. fill up fast so from experience 10 to 14 days is the best amount of lead time to make that appointment that's not to send an order to a vendor to fulfill that means that we get the order 10 to 14 days in advance so we can start setting an appointment that quickly so we can make sure that we get the mabd requested absolutely when you think about the seventh largest company worldwide, mm-hmm. you would imagine that several other large companies want to partner with that company. Like you want to be in the seventh largest retailer yes. in the world, right? To get your product on the shelf. 
Um, so there's a lot of people that are, a lot of customers rather, are reaching out, trying to schedule those deliveries and you hit the nail on the head. They do fill up quickly. Yes. As you mentioned, there's a 30 to 60 minute grace period, mm-hmm. kind of depending on the DC. If there are on time and full misses, mm-hmm. right? You talked about a buyer agreement with CVS and the customer. Mm-hmm. There is a potential for feedback. It's usually between like one and three percent. Correct. Okay, and then appointments not being honored, which is a classic. Never happened here at Zipline, but a classic no call, no show, or a driver running late or something like that. Um, you can reschedule it within twenty four hours, but there is a fee for that. Correct? Yes. How it's much is that? Two hundred and seventy five dollars. Okay. And from what I'm seeing from places, any facility like this, mm-hmm. is it goes up once a year to every other year. So this is a charge. This is not like a flat charge. Yeah. It may go up in twenty twenty four. So sure. Those are things that you need to look out for. Two hundred and seventy five dollars directly back to you adds up absolutely very quickly. So in the grand scheme of things not that much (laughs) but yeah we mentioned having the correct data when you're scheduling a delivery appointment or or something of that nature the other piece of that is on the paperwork Mm -hmm. right the bol needs to have all the correct information or a packing list otherwise you incur another fine yes hundred dollars a hundred dollar fine for incorrect paperwork yes that cvs has to then figure or whoever's at the distribution center has to figure out how to manage that right you're creating work for them Boom, we're going to charge you $100 right up the rip. Exactly. And this goes directly back to the vendor. This isn't like UNFI where you see that charge right away, mm-hmm. warn the vendor and figure it out. This is sometimes three months after it delivers, mm-hmm. you get a huge charge. You know, maybe it was late for MABD, maybe it was late for the actual appointment, and maybe the BOL was wrong. Now you have a huge charge and you have no idea why. We don't, that visibility isn't there when it goes back, back directly to the vendor. Yeah. Especially when we don't know that the BOL is incorrect. Um, A lot of that detail looks correct to the driver because he doesn't know the correct SKU number. We don't even necessarily have, you know, that exact view to the SKU number. And that is what that like silent killer that happens. Yeah. BOL fee. What's up, truckers? If you love the Truck Yeah podcast, you'll also love the other content we create here at Zipline Logistics. I'm talking funny TikToks, weekly blogs, informational ebooks, client interviews, and so much more. To keep up with the latest CPG industry news and content, you can subscribe to Zipline Logistics retail resources by visiting www.ziplinelogistics.com slash enews or by simply clicking the link in the show notes. You don't want to miss out on the hot expert insights on trending topics delivered right to your inbox and you want to know the best part it's completely free so sign up using the link in the show notes now let's get back to the episode let's talk about packaging Mm -hmm. i know you shout out to our marketing content material we have a a white paper a costco white paper that's a different podcast different topic (laughs) but similar to this teddy put it together with all her work here at on costco But CBS has some unique pallet uh, requirements, correct? Yes. So unlike Costco and some other big box retailers that require a very specific pallet name, Mm -hmm. like Chep or Peco, um, CVS, along with other similar ones, probably Walgreens as well, has the GMA grade A. Now, there are a couple different grades of pallets. There's A, there's B, and I think there's like ABs with numbers as well. Mm-hmm. So this is grade A has to be 48 by 40, which is a standard size palette, and it has to be four-way entry. 
So this is considered a block palette, yeah. whereas 2A entry is considered a stringer palette. Okay. And it has to be that the hardwood palette. So this usually makes some for somewhat of a sturdier palette. So a four-way entry means that the forklift or the pallet jack can get in there from all four sides of the square mm -hmm. due to maybe pinwheeling some products, et cetera. Exactly. And it also makes it so much easier for warehouse operations to have yeah. that four-way entry. Mm -hmm. You don't have to put it in a specific way to any storage or stacking. It makes it a lot faster and a lot quicker, which is why you see CVS have the products on the shelves is yeah. because they figured that out. <laughs> One thing to note, if the packaging is deemed unsafe or improper, they'll just refuse you right away. Correct. And that could be a chargeback to your customer. Mm-hmm. You probably have to get that palette. You're not probably. You're definitely going to have to get that palette reworked. Yes. Um, and re-delivered, a new appointment, maybe a fee there. Exactly. More fees. But we do have, I mean, like we've been, I mean, I've been doing this for 12 years. Zipline's been doing this for 17. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we still have contacts from these places sure. when we were able to reach out to them. So we have been able at some of these facilities be able to reach out to that warehouse manager and say, can our driver just fix it? Yeah. And it's able to just deal with a little bit of detention, which saves a lot of time, a lot of money, and a lot of stress. So being able to kind of think outside the box with those things, because we are so familiar with these facilities, is very helpful. Absolutely. Developing those relationships, not with, just with your customers, but your shippers and receivers, mm -hmm. to help you solve problems, develop logistics solutions. That's what we're here for. We mentioned overage will be overages will be accepted but they will have to be returned at the expense of the customer. Correct. Preferred carriers. That's our next topic nationwide, right? Mm -hmm. there, uh, there's some other vendors out there or retailers out there that have preferred um, carriers by actual location. Yes. CVS has preferred carriers nationwide. Rip me off a list of those. So we have ABF, Old Dominion, um, or ODFL, mm -hmm. and then RXO, um, Saya, T-Force, Tony's Express. Oh, nice. Yes. So those are some of the preferred carriers. And I believe that um, some locations you can't deliver to any. You cannot deliver them with any other carrier than what the preferred carrier is. Right. Um, I believe for CVS, you can. But if there's, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, hey, you don't choose the carrier we recommend and something goes wrong. This is 100% on you. Right. Um, whereas when you're using one of these preferred carriers and something goes wrong, like weather or something like that, there might be a little bit more leniency to get that time to get that fee or issue waived because right. it was a preferred carrier. So just to clarify, those are preferred LTL carriers. Correct. Truckload is, is much more um, extensive, mm -hmm. right? We're... As a 3PL, which we are, we have, you know, 35,000 qualified carriers. Not all of them necessarily would go into, deliver into a CVS, some yeah. prefer not to. But from my experience with CVS, you know, it's a, as we mentioned, I keep referencing it, it's the seventh largest company in the <laughs> world. So if you talk about efficiency and expectations and um, not disrupting the flow of their day, mm -hmm. right? They're strict for a reason. It's because it's so busy. Yes. You need to get in and get out. You need to follow their protocols because that's the way it's designed for maximum efficiency. And yes. if you don't, you're going to cause a problem and you're probably going to wait. Yes. Um. So it's best to know all of that ahead of time mm -hmm. and adhere to those expectations. 
And you mentioned with the carriers, a lot of carriers do confuse CVS with Walgreens. Mm-hmm. Walgreens have those notorious 7 to 17 hour unload times. And from my experience, and especially looking back at what we've done, most carriers get out of CVS in an hour to three hours. So yeah, it's usually in and out. Yes. Yeah, so it's, it's a lot faster, which again, makes you feel a little bit better about that strict time. You know that when you get in there on time, you're getting out on time too. Nailed it. Well, hopefully um, all of your deliveries into CVS go smoothly. If not, you can give us a call, 888-GO-ZIPLINE. Reach out to us at www.ziplinelogistics.com. Teddy, thanks for your time today. Thanks, everybody, for joining us on another edition of the Zipline Logistics Podcast. We'll see you next time.